obedience to God's word destroys the fallen king Lucifer and his kingdom in our lives. The kingdom we're talking about this morning has a good king, a righteous king, a just king. His name is Jesus. It has a constitution, the word of God. It has a judicial system, the Ten Commandments. Come on. It has a financial system, giving and receiving seed, time and harvest. He promises to bless the work of our hands. God loves us to work. God loves us to work. You and I were made to work, but our work was not made to be slavery. In other words, you and I in the kingdom were made to work and build and plant and do a lot and create, but our creation and our beauty and our, our, our building was never made to be slavery. It was made to be, yes, we get up in the morning to build the church. Yes, we get up to do this. Yes, we get to go to the nations. He enables us to do the work of the Lord in our lives. Come on, people. Are you all with me this morning? It, this, this kingdom we're talking about has values and principles that answer every question in life. We have this kingdom. We have this kingdom in us wherever we go. Jesus said that we're in this world, but we're not of the world. As sons and daughters of God, we are not sustained by this world's system, but by heaven's system within us. The kingdom of God has its own ecosystem of purpose. Say purpose. Of provision. Say provision. Of protection, say protection. Of pathways, say pathways. Of processes, say processes. Of promotion, say promotion. How do we enter the kingdom? How, how many want to live in this kingdom? Number one, we've got to repent. Repent. Matthew 4, 17 says, From that time Jesus began to, to, to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Say Repent. Shout, say repent. Not a lot, people don't like the word repent, but unless we repent, we'll never be free. Come on. Number two, we must be born again of water and spirit. John 3, 3 to 5. Jesus answered and said unto him, Most assuredly I say unto you, unless, listen carefully, one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mama's womb? That's a great question, right? Jesus answered and said, Most surely I say unto you, unless one is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Why do we need to repent? Why do we need to be born again of water and spirit? Well, after the fall of man, when Adam sinned, Genesis 6, 5, it says, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of his thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Jeremiah 17, 9 says, The heart, listen carefully, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? 1 Corinthians 6, 9, it says, Do you not know, listen carefully, do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Unrighteousness stops us from entering into and being sustained by the kingdom and the ecosystem God has created for all of us to live in. That's why we've got to repent. We've got to be born again. 
First Corinthians 6, 10, 11 says, do not be deceived. Say, don't be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revelers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. Listen, as such were some of you. How many, how many know all of us were in that space at some point in life? It won't say, but. But, the Bible says, you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified. Come on. In the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God, we are free today. But we've got to repent. We've got to be born again. There are enemies of the kingdom. Say enemies of the kingdom. Matthew 11 says, And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent, what? Take it by force. There is a, listen, there is a violent onslaught against the kingdom of God in your life and your family. There's a violent onslaught in our minds and our hearts to keep us as the body of Christ from being sustained by the ecosystem of heaven. There's a constant pull for all of us to, to, to look to the world system as our sustainability. But the system of this world, if we look to the world, we will be and live like Gentiles, consumed by what we eat and what we drink, hearts overtaken by the treasures of this world, slaves to mammon and the superficial promises of happiness that go to church on Sunday but don't produce nothing. Hello, world church living dull and boring lives, always always miserable, always complaining, always pastor this, pastor that. Oh my gosh, nothing's ever good enough. Why? Because we've lost the focal purpose. We've lost the focal understanding that when we repented of our sins and when we gave our lives to Jesus, that old man, that old Adamic man was put to death and now a new man lives in him that we live. It's in him that we breathe. It's no longer my vision anymore. I'm not trying to be successful. I'm not trying to be somebody. I am a son of God. What else is there to be? My life now is about being obedient to His purpose and His plan for my life. So quit trying to compare yourself with other churches or other people or other, 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 other lives. The old man was put to death, for goodness sake. And a new man rise up. It's no longer me and my dream, but Christ's dream. What's his dream, family? His dream is that the world would come to know the freedom that we're talking about. There's another kingdom. There's another system. There is another. There is another. There is one true living God who created the heavens and all the earth. And you don't think that the God who created this heaven and this earth hasn't made another space somewhere in the universe? Come on, people. Get real. Get real. Are we being His witnesses? Can I have the keys up on the keys? Are we being His witnesses today? Or are we living a life of religious routine? Are we aware of the harvest? Or have we been seduced and distracted by the fallen system around us? Heaven is calling for workers. Heaven is calling for laborers. Listen, who will choose to be sustained by King Jesus. His kingdom, a kingdom within. Say a kingdom within. Say all I need is in me.
All I need. What kingdom are we serving today? Online, wherever you are, what kingdom are we serving? What kingdom is sustaining us? There are two kings. There are two kingdoms. But only one that leads to eternal life. Second Timothy 3 says, But know this, that in the last days, perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people, turn away. Luke 12, as I close, listen to this, listen to this very carefully. Luke 12, 32. This is, this is so good. Do not fear, little flock. <laughs> For it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Woo! Come on, somebody. It's His good pleasure. His hands are out. Will we receive His kingdom? Many of us have, but will we start living sustained? Will we start believing? Will we... Will we, will we uh, uh, live in the fullness that God has given us to live in. We'll receive His kingdom. Will we surrender today and say, here I am. 1 John 2 says, and this world is passing away. Listen carefully. This world is passing away and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Come on, family. Are we ready to surrender to everything that He's got for us? In July this year, my wife was approved to go to New Zealand. Now, when the pandemic ha happened, New Zealand shut its borders to every foreign country. My wife is not a citizen. I am. So I'm at, at, in a July, according to the government, because she's my wife, we can all go together. By August, things had changed. And now it's not, she can come with you. She actually has to apply again. So we'd purchased our airfares with the understanding she was approved. And by August, they're saying, well, I'm sorry, no, you cannot come. You've got to reapply again. We reapplied and we laid New Zealand on the altar. I'm not scared. I don't care. I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere God doesn't want us to be. I just, I'm just not, I don't live there. I just will not live in that fear. And so we'd had five, for, for one year, we had five weeks of ministry throughout the country booked. And I'd spoken to all the pastors and everyone was still, come, come. Everything's, everything's still good in the midst of everything. Last week, we got approved. And I'm going to New Zealand, not because it's my country, but because that's where my Father wants me to go. And I carry a message for my people. His Spirit in me is going to speak through me. And He's going to bring life. He's going to heal the sick. He's going to breathe into that beautiful nation of Aotearoa. He's, he's going to touch your people. Touch your nation. And I know you love your nation. And I know the passion in your lives. I love this country too. 
there's not many countries like this nation. And the reason what makes this nation so beautiful is that it was founded upon 1,500 scriptures in God's Word. Not, no, nothing's perfect in a fallen world, but this nation is a light to the world. So let's stand today. And I want all of us just to sing. Pastor, do you want me to sing that song specifically? And then you flow with whatever you want. Yeah. What I want to, I'm going to sing a, a song today, but I want us to just to take a moment to ask ourselves, are we living in the kingdom of God? Are we living in the fullness of what God has us to, to live in? Are we, gonna, are, we, are we in this time of such crazy uncertainty? You know who to believe, what's up, what's down. Are we living a life that is free to be a light? Purify my heart and make me clean I want to see your face Purify my eyes so I could see you I want to know your ways You've given me a new heart I can fly over mountains soar in the valleys you've given me a new start I've been born again purify my heart and
Hallelujah. You know, as Michael was ministering, and in this day right now, I really believe God really is calling and waking up His church. But not just, and I shared it a few weeks ago, He's calling us back to a place of intimacy with Him, relationship with Him, and that. And while He was ministering, the Lord just, told me something and last night was so special because we watched a couple who had been married for 50 years reaffirm their love to each other watch them look in each other's eyes say I love you again and rekindle a passion rekindle a passion that had carried them all these years through all the challenges all the trials all the struggles and they said above everything we faced it's been what we hold in our hearts for each other that got us through everything and God gave us marriage so we would know how to walk in relationship with Him. And this is just what I felt the Lord say to me, and this is how I feel like God wants to do something here. How long has it been? Michael just sang of it. We're His bride. How long has it been since I looked in His face and said, Lord, I love you. I just love you and and I don't want circumstances to cause my passion in my relationship for you to fade I just want to tell you again I love you I want to sing a song of love to you I want to feel your embrace in my life I just tell you that if I know I have your love, I can face anything. And I don't know who this is for. Maybe it's just for all of us. But sometimes even in marriage, we need that repentance. We just come back and say, honey, I'm sorry. I've missed you. I've made mistakes. I want renew and I want to restore. And I asked Mike to sing this song because it's just, he wrote this. It's on their new album. It's so powerful. It just says, I'm yours. God, I'm yours. So I'm asking him to sing it one more time. And worship isn't just singing it. Worship is obedience. So if the Spirit of God is moving your heart and you need an anniversary moment with Him, a moment when you remember the vow you made, the promise you spoke. And just to tell him one more time, just to find a place where you would look in his face, you eye to eye with him, and let him touch your heart. As Michael sings, if you need to come find a place of prayer, if you just need to have an anniversary moment with the Lord, as he sings. Would you just move right now? I feel God wants to do something in our hearts. A
special moment of rekindling, renewing, redrawing us back to intimacy, tenderness with Him, sensitivity to Him with Him. As He sings, you come. Let God minister to you.
Father, we just renew our vow to you today that we love you. You have set your love upon us. So, Father, today we declare our love to you. Lord, let our hearts be rekindled with fresh fire, fresh passion, fresh desire. Just for you. Because when we have you, we have everything we need. So we bless you, Father, today. We declare that we love you above all. Because of your love for us through your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you. Hallelujah. Somebody said, Amen. Bill, could you just keep playing? Michael, if you'll just come down here. Natasha, would you come up here, sweetheart? You and Michael. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. There. They are our family. And uh, it's amazing. They came into our lives through a friend, Bob Ricky. We met. And Bob said, You need to meet this young guy from New Zealand. And uh, so we met Michael and his family and his brothers. And now they live, when they're here, they live right down here in Orangeville and they have a beautiful little house. And, God's blessed them, and so they're here throughout the year, and and they've just made us their family, and when they're home, they come worship with us, and they're just such a blessing in our lives, and we love them and the boys and that, but they're, they asked if we would pray over them today before they go, and that's an honor to be able to pray over them and to cover them, so just reach your hand out here. And Father, today we thank you. Lord, we thank you because when you make us part of your kingdom, you make us a family. God, you connect us. So, Father, we thank you as we lay our hands on Michael and Natasha this morning. Father, I thank you. Lord, first and foremost, for their love for you above anything else, they love you, God. They want to please you with their lives together, with their family, God. They've laid it all on the altar of obedience to your will. They've allowed you to take them wherever you would send them, to use them however you would choose to use them. So, Father, we're praying over them and we're sending them out today as our family extended from this house, Father, to go into New Zealand, God, even though it's his home country, Father, it is still your mission field. God, you want to do great things. And Father, you've opened doors and made opportunities. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we release them to the ministry that you have for them. We declare your anointing upon their lives. We just declare in advance, lives saved, touched, healed, and delivered in Jesus' name. 
We declare your provision, your protection over them, Father. Lord, we declare that the end of this year will see a restoration, God. Lord, your word says whatever the enemy tries to steal, you return sevenfold. So, Father, we just declare a sevenfold return over their lives, Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that new avenues, new doors, new opportunities, new countries will be open to them to take the gospel, to go and to preach and declare your word and your name. So, Father, we send them home commissioned by the Holy Spirit, Father, right now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, for allowing us to be a part of them and partner with them. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. Isn't God good? Hallelujah. And I don't know if you if you haven't gotten their album, I don't know if they have some here, CDs here, but if not, you can download their music off of iTunes and that. And uh, so I encourage you to do that. It's just great stuff. If you'd like to sow into their ministries, feel free to get an offering envelope and just put on there uh, Michael Turner or Red Ministries, and we will send them. We committed... And uh, we doubled our support to them through this season. And so we thank you for loving and helping us be a blessing to them. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I pray your blessing over your people. I pray your increase over their lives. In Jesus' name, amen.